everybody has a dream. We all desire truth, justice, peace, love, and joy. And yet life rarely plays fair, nice or clean with our hopes and dreams. In the Old Testament, a man named Joseph discovered that palace dreams also mean pits and prisons, trouble and tragedy, regrets and repentance. Welcome to his story. The seven years of abundance in Egypt came to an end, and the seven years of famine began, just as Joseph had said. There was famine in all the other lands, but in the whole land of Egypt there was food. When all Egypt began to feel the famine, the people cried to Pharaoh for food. Then Pharaoh told all the Egyptians, Go to Joseph and do what he tells you. When the famine had spread over the whole country, Joseph opened the storehouses and sold grain to the Egyptians, for the famine was severe throughout Egypt. And all the countries came to Egypt to buy grain from Joseph, because the famine was severe in all the world. Genesis 41, 53-57 In the late 2000s, the oil crisis was a daily headline. Maybe you remember. Economists predicted $5 a gallon gas by Labor Day 2008, but thankfully they were wrong. American Airlines initiated a new fee for checked baggage to offset skyrocketing jet fuel prices. The trucking industry rode on the verge of catastrophe, pushing up the price of food and other grocery items. The restaurant business was hurting as patrons chose fuel over frivolous meal on the town. When people don't eat out, they also stay home, and that impacted the retail industry. It was a real mess during the Great Recession years of 2007 to 2012. Globally, it was no better. Most countries paid even higher for fuel. In Great Britain, the price of gas was nearly $10 a gallon. China's economic boom in the 2000s reinvented their transportation habits, from bicycles to motors, further stealing gas reserves away from other civilized countries. Only oil-rich Saudi Arabia, where gas remained a paltry 45 cents a gallon, seemed exempt from recession. Everyone wanted Saudi oil, and they were willing to pay big bucks a barrel to get it. 4,000 years ago, the commodity of choice wasn't oil, but grain. Wheat and barley was the gas and diesel of Joseph's day. Because of his divine foreknowledge about a coming famine, Joseph secured Egypt's fragile economy to withstand seven years of crisis. In years of fat production, he wisely stored vast reservoirs of grain. In hindsight, his leadership and vision was inspiring. It makes perfect sense if you knew a famine was on the horizon. And yet I suspect Joseph's economic plan probably met stiff resistance and criticism in his day. Wheat was abundant, corn was plentiful, barley was bountiful. Social commentators surely criticized Joseph's work as greed and maybe corruption. Do we really need another silo of grain, folks? When is enough enough? Egypt's economics are tied to a half-witted Hebrew with a shady past. Joseph's pyramid scheme is only making the rich richer. <laughs> of course, once the famine blew into town, Joseph's silos saved Egypt. A vast reservoir of grain became an economic boon for Pharaoh as nations paid premium prices for Egyptian grain, while the local natives enjoyed presumably a cut-rate lowball deal. The famine actually made Egypt stronger and more influential. Fast forward to today's world. America's dependence on foreign oil continues to cripple our economy, and we have no one to blame but ourselves. 
In the past four decades, we've moved from exporter to importer. We buy more than we sell. Perhaps we need to rip a page from Joseph's book and begin to invest in our own rich natural resources. We need to silo energy, like sun, wind, and water, to power our 21st century economy. The web is becoming the boardroom and desktop as more businesses recognize the economic value of work-at-home situations. We need to think and act differently. Recent American generations have also lived too well, above our means and beyond an affordable lifestyle. Most of us live in debt to a bank and survive paycheck to paycheck. Greed greases our economy, and when we don't buy, everything suffers. We never know when the next recession or economic crisis will hit, nor how long such desperate times will last. But it's clear we'll always need a Joseph to silo our financial future and free us from economic tyranny. Isn't God's word and Joseph's story inspiring? This is Dr. Rick Cromie. Thanks for listening. May all your dreams come true. If you enjoyed this broadcast, I hope you'll become a part of the Mana family and sign up today to receive our inspirational resources and mailings. At Mana Educational Services International, we work hard to inspire, insight, and ignite your church, school, or organization's teachers, leaders, and parents. You can sign up today and learn more about us and what we do at www.manasolutions.org.